Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, it's Josh Kennedy here, host of the Fit Over 30 podcast. Today, we're talking about how to set health and fitness goals that work. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to look better, feel better, and perform better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content, including video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private group, and our coveted monthly print magazine. You can discover our very best content and join at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. This is the Fit Over 30 podcast. If you're new to the show, it's great to have you here. Please make sure to subscribe and review. That way we can reach more people and then spread the Strength Matters Fit Over 30 word. How about that? James Breeze. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you know, round of applause. Hey. First one of the year for you. There you go. Oh, thanks. Um, I thought you gave me a, a, I thought you always gave me a round of applause now. Uh, no, that's somebody no. else that's special in your life. Hey, I'm gonna not <laughs> going to make a mum joke at nope. all. Uh, how was your weekend? It was long and busy uh, and fantastic. It was money out to beat Everton. There you go. How about that? Oh, great. Here we go. Thanks, thanks for that. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, if you are new to the show, yes, I am an Everton fan and James is a Man United fan. Um, I don't know which one you want to feel sorry for more, uh, to be honest. <laughs> Probably me. Probably no. me. Probably <laughs> me. No, it's good. No, it was good weekend. It was uh, yeah, mostly work-filled because we've set up a sister company uh, coming out, which will be called Cricket Matters um, in the near future, all helping cricketers. So I was just finalising the, the website for that and doing that uh, in between training, catching up with friends and eating good food. How about that? Oh, nice. What did you have? Uh, I can't remember, actually. <laughs> it was that good you can't remember I can't remember really? I think I went, to, I, went to, I went to the butcher actually I made like a good like homemade homemade fry but from the butchers like bacon oh, nice. sausage uh, free, yeah. good free range eggs Probably. we uh, had uh, we had some fun. friends around on uh, Friday uh, Saturday night rather because there was it was Henry's fourth birthday party on Sunday which went very well so they brought their kids and they stayed over um, made a very nice veggie pasta dish with like pesto and feta and stuff it was good I don't usually do vegetarian very often. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that was nice. So you're not following the 800 calorie fast keto diet. Well, keto's not veg- very vegetarian, is it? No. <laughs> to be honest, so that that joke has fallen right on its ass right there. <laughs> no, so you're, you're not following uh, that because uh, let's let's get this right. So like, was it Michael Mosley came out with that? New so book right, or yeah. So I was thinking about this actually. I haven't read the full article, so I can't fully comment right however what we can say doesn't matter whether it's a keto diet a juice diet a paleo diet uh, eat all the carbs in the world you, well, it doesn't matter what the title of the actual diet is eating 800 calories is dumb can we just put that out there yeah exactly i, I think so too I'll, I'll i'll second that but for those who wondering what the hell we're talking about i think michael mosley's come out with a new article or a new book or something we need to read him. it fully. Yeah, yeah. It's in the Times. Michael Mosley's uh, 800 Fast Keto Diet. So yeah, we need yeah. to read it fully and then give a proper commentary on it. But like I said, 800 calories is just stupid and unsustainable for anyone and no fun. Exactly. Who would, who would, want, to, who would want to do that? No, I know. It's, <laughs> like, it's 
it's bizarre, which kind of sets in perfectly to what we're going to do, talk about today, is how to set realistic health and fitness goals that actually work. Yeah. And giving you a framework to support it, because the old model of, you know, creating habits and setting goals is, is very much dated in some respects. And also a lot of, like, you use the SMART acronym uh, for a lot of mm. time, creating SMART goals. That was designed for corporate workplaces. It wasn't designed for health and fitness and well-being, which is a far more complex entity mm. to try and to try and deliver this and try and give people a way to succeed without feeling lousy when life gets in the way. Absolutely, that's the best way to put it. So that's the, that's the plan today, and to give you share with you what we call the Strength Matters Goal Hierarchy. Ooh. Um, which is the first time we've shared it anywhere, actually, isn't it? Yeah, because we've uh, recently uh, discussed and created it. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Boom. That's how we do it. But it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's something we've been talking about for a long time. However, it's not something we formalise. And we spent like a good yeah. couple of hours going through it and creating the heart. There's an article coming out in the magazine next month that really formalised the ideas I had around it. And then we discussed it uh, quite in depth to say, well, which, where's the hierarchy? How does it fit? But I think the most important thing is you need to see this on the show notes to see the graph and see the hierarchy itself because it'll make much more sense seeing yeah. it because it's a visual representation as opposed to just me talking about it. So you need both to it's understand it, to apply it properly. Yeah, it's essentially about stacking habits, isn't yeah. it, really, I guess? Uh, starting with the, the simplest things and then build once you've nailed that, building on top of that with, uh, with more and more uh, habits to help you achieve uh, your ultimate goal. Exactly. But it, but it starts, the goal hierarchy actually starts with creating your ideal vision for yourself. What is your ideal self? This can apply to any um, uh, goal you have. It doesn't have to be a health and fitness thing. But the idea, the mm. idea here is what's your ideal self? Because you've, you've got to change your identity to make long-term realistic change. That's what we know that works long-term. If you associate mm. yourself with being a fat slob that sits on the couch all day, you'll continue to be that fat slob that sits on the couch all day. If yeah. you associate yourself as being somebody who's healthy, who goes to the gym regularly, you start to identify as that person, you become that person, so therefore the habits stick longer. Yeah. And that's that's the key element to this. Same as if you write a book. If you, you know, if you want to write a book, you've got to identify yourself as a author, as a writer. Therefore, you need to write consistently. It's similar yeah. sort of principles along this. So the first thing is, you know, and this is different for everybody, yeah. what is your ideal vision for yourself? Now, a lot of people have that idea to be just to be fit and healthy. Mm. That's but that's, that's so wide to be fit and healthy. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? Exactly. It's so wide a topic. It's like, oh, it's scary, isn't it? It's like, oh my god, where, where on earth do I start with that? Yeah. So if, if you want to be an idea, if your idea is to, be, is to be fit and healthy, great. Well, we've got to break this down even further. So yeah. there's kind of, and this is from a, uh, a study. I can't even pronounce his name. Holchi and L. I think it was who came up with Hochi, the goal. Hochi H O C H I. Is it Hochi? Could well be. I, yeah. I can't. I'll, yeah. I'll, again, we'll put it in the show notes so you can read it yeah. properly. But it's based on this theory that the goal hierarchy support goals better in the long term. So this is straight from their, the, the top element is straight from their, um, their hierarchy and their classifications to be a fit. That's what they described it as. So there's four categories essentially. So if you want to be fit and healthy, it means you need to be physically fit. It means you need to eat a healthy diet and you need to avoid stress and you need to get enough sleep. 
So those are four great things. Okay, I need to be fit, cool. I need to eat a healthy diet, yep, I get that. Need to avoid stress, okay, cool. I need to get some sleep, great. But how again, do you get big, to each of those four yeah, things? Again, big, big goals. Then you've got to look at each one in turn and go, okay, well, that's a big goal. So how do I get there? I've now got to break it down. So we exactly. start with uh, with level, we're going to take them through level one. Yeah, so level one. And now, now we're going to what we, the top level goals are the physically fit, eat healthy, avoid stress, get enough sleep. Then we've got sub-level goals, right, yeah. where we're all working towards things. But the beauty of the sub-level goals it's going to have a carryover effect to hopefully each and every single one of those four core elements. Fit, yep. healthy, diet, avoid stress, and eat enough sleep. So what we have is start at level one, and we're going to work our way down accordingly to see how it goes. So level one for us, if you want to be physically fit, you've got to start by walking 7,000 steps a day. That's, that's Going it. back to the old WWS. Exactly. So if you want to eat a healthy diet... For us, you've got to start drinking seven glasses of water a day, right? And it has to carry over to be physically fit. The water has a carryover to walking 7,000 steps a day will have you carry over to eating a healthier diet because you'll feel in a better frame of mind. Now, avoiding stress, we've got a daily five-minute breath practice, you know, to down-regulate the whole body, you know, focus on your breathing, which carries over to your physical training. Because guess mm. what? The diaphragm is the most forgotten muscle in the body. It's one of the most important, and particularly for pain, injury, and performance. We've got to think yep. about that. So daily breath, breath practice carries over to that. And in terms of getting enough sleep, the goal is sleeping seven to eight hours. That is your level yep. one target to try and yep. achieve first. Can I just drop back to uh, the five-minute breathing practice? Because people might think, well, what do you mean? I, I breathe every day. I do stuff. But... The world we live in now is a very stressful place and most people don't breathe correctly. They don't use their diaphragm properly. We're always in a, a you know, higher level of stress than we used to be. Um, you know, stress breath, breathing from the chest, neck and all, and all that. Um, so as you say, it's just to relearn how to breathe, to just down-regulate uh, that, that system. So it sounds simple, but it's not. And it is actually really important. Yeah, agree. And it's again, it carries over fat loss as well. If we yep. know that if the higher levels of stress you have, the harder it is to lose fat. The body goes into like meltdown mode and it wants to cling onto everything for survival. You know, we, we know all this, but this is the mm-hmm. basic level one. Now, obviously, there's going to be times where you're not going to do all four of those every day because mm-hmm. life gets in the way. But if we can just hit 80% of that, if just three out of the four every day, it sets you up in a good position to succeed and get towards your goals without you feeling like a failure if you don't do it. And that's yeah. important. It's to set, set yourself apart from, it doesn't mean you have to do all these levels all at once. But if we can hit 80% of all this, right, but stacking each of these habits on top of each other to get to where you want to get to, then we're going to be in a better place to have success long term. So, mm-hmm. again, top level, like we say, WWS, walk, water, sleep, walk 7,000 steps, drink seven glasses of water, sleep seven to eight hours a day, do your daily breath work, a five-minute practice to down-regulate everything. That's a starting point. And it's not, hopefully, a too co- a much of a complex task yeah. to take on. Yeah. And actually, the, the, the breath practice, if people say struggle with sleep... You might want to do your breath practice just before you go to bed because that might then help yep. you sleep slightly better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that, that's level one. So like for us, if people haven't mastered what we call these basics, there's no point going on to level two, three, and four, which we're going to talk about in a second because they need to have these down because as mm-hmm. a carryover effect here. So, you know, please remember that 
the traits that all the best performers have is they have this nailed down. The top performing athletes, if you want to optimize your health and performance and train for longevity, as we keep talking about, they nail their sleep, they nail their water, they mm. nail their steps because they're already constantly moving all the time. So if you're not that level, this is where you start to get building yep. here, which will carry over to each of the four pillars you talked about above. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that's level one. Uh, level two. So we'll start again on the on the left hand side. Be physically fit. Uh, level one. What seven thousand steps? Level two is mobility and stretch two to three times a week. Now you may probably thinking, well, hang on a second. Where's where's training coming into this? Well, <laughs> most people over thirty, and if you're training for longevity you need to be more mobile and you need to stretch more. It's it's yeah. as simple as that. Most guys, I'd argue, need to stretch two times as much as they train currently because Probably. they just don't do it. Yep. And um, the, older, the older we get, the more we need to do mobility and stretching. The longer your warm-up should be when you do train. Yep. So, And also, it's going to carry over to just your daily impact and daily life day-to-day. It's going to make you feel better. It's going yep. to make you move better. And ultimately, it's going to make you perform better if we do this so we put this up here again just to, again it's not every day we're just saying two to three times a week we're just asking you to start thinking about this model and doing it along here so that's where we go when we're walking we start doing some mobility work and some stretching work and that's how we layer the system up now yep. in terms of eating a healthy diet we're going from eat, drinking seven glasses of water to practicing eating slowly Eat slowly with every meal. Slow down. Take your time. <laughs> Again, it's so difficult. I'll admit, I'm not that great at that. You've said you're not that great at that nope. either. Uh, it's really hard to eat slowly, especially when you've got delicious food in front of you. Exactly. Slow down. Pause. Take a time to reflect with your food. Chew your food properly. Yeah. You know, masticate, as that my old um, <laughs> school teachers used to say quite regularly and we used to giggle as schoolboys. But it's it's slow down, eat slow, give the time the body to adapt and realize it's full, that you had enough, right? Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll reduce the amount of food you need because most people need to eat a lot less than they think they do. It's a natural like way to reduce calories. Yeah, yeah, I love, the, I love the, I love the uh, term coined by Josh Hillis by put your fork down. Yeah. So in between bites, put your fork down, gives you time to set and reset. Now, like you said, as you said, it was so hard for me because I grew up on a farm where you had to fight for all the food on the table to get seconds. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's really hard. So that yeah. was uh, that was it here. But that's just, just slow down, eat slowly. Now, yeah. if we go across the level and we're looking at a stress, we've put a daily 30-minute walk in here. Now, guess what? Mm-hmm. That carries over to your 7,000-step you know, goal. It carries over to being physically fit, eating a healthy diet, and getting enough sleep too. Get yeah, because it carries that. over to helping you sleep. But that daily uh, thing yeah, downregulates your brain. Exactly. You know, there's so many benefits of fresh air, getting out to natural sunlight. Maybe not this time of the year in the UK, but the point <laughs> is, get out, get some fresh air, get some movement, clear some blood, move some blood, even mm. move lymph. You know, it just sets resets everything. And it's a great builder and precursor to reducing your stress levels. It's It can be said, like the best ideas I have when I'm out on a walk in the hills and the mountains. Like, oh, when I'm, sometimes when I'm snowboarding as well, actually, the best business ideas and things I come up with is when I'm in that, my own space and it just comes to me naturally. But I'm de-stressing, I'm allowing everything to down-regulate and to avoid the stress that builds up in your day-to-day life. And then we go across to, on the sleep section, where we're talking about sleep seven to eight hours. Well... Once we can start getting this, 
We're going to think about your circadian rhythm and the balance. Again, health and longevity is all about balance. And it's all about thinking about consistency because the body likes homeostasis. So go to bed at a consistent time every night. That is our next goal. Focus yeah. on going to bed at the same time. Don't go to bed at nine o'clock one night, one o'clock the next day. Get consistency with you going to bed. That's the the key element there we're trying to build. And that's level yeah. two. Uh, awesome. So back to being physically fit, level three. This is where it comes in. Strength train two to three times a week. <laughs> Boom. That's the, that's the training. Woohoo. Everyone's like excited now. It's where the training exactly. comes in. <laughs> so we're stacking another habit now. Two to three times a week of strength training is what we need to work at. Strength training is awesome. It's so many positive benefits for health and longevity and performance. You just need to do it. You know, we yeah. focus on movements over muscles and how we do things so you can perform and move better. But the idea is you are strength training. We want to lift up here. We've got to lift some weight. You've got to move it to preserve lean yeah. muscle mass because you lose it every year that passes once you get older. It's yeah. simple as that. Good for the muscles, good for the bones, good for general yeah. health and longevity, as you say. Exactly. And good for just the good old girl factor when you pick up heavy shit and put it down. <laughs> Indeed. You know, Indeed. Okay, health, healthy diet. Healthy diet. Here we go. Simple as this. You're eating slowly. You're drinking seven glasses of water. Add protein with every meal. That's it. Add protein. with it. it doesn't have to be animal protein. It could be, you know, whatever way, you know, if you're vegan protein, whatever you want to call it. But add protein to every meal because it fills you up faster. You've got the, thermo, you know, the thermic effect of food that kicks in as well. If you, if you want to go into the minutia, the minute details here now. Yep. But it, it's shown that people who consistently stay healthy and fit and lean, they eat high qualities of protein because it fills them up. Absolutely. It it keeps them fuller for longer and it's less snacking in between. So that's what yeah. And as you say, really important as we age to help uh, preserve lean muscle mass as well. Exactly. Uh, the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you're going to burn. So there you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> the more you can eat. Yep. <laughs> more you Indeed. can eat. So more than 800 to... calories. My God. Way more than 800 calories. <laughs> Michael Moore, what is going on? Anyway, Indeed. Now, avoiding stress. Got... Avoiding stress, yeah. So meditate two to three times a week is the next level. Again, it's not something that you know, you have to follow religiously, but it's just a way to think about it. Now, I'll I meditate in the shower, believe it or not. That's that's what I find I find the best time here. When I'm got a hot shower, even when I use a cold shower, like that's where my head goes. It's like I've just started to meditate and just let the let the thoughts go past me. Just down regulates everything mm-hmm. uh, with what you're trying to do. Like, same I find yoga meditative. I've been yeah. doing a lot more yoga the last couple of months. Um, not as part of the training, but I suppose it is really, but it's more of like a, a shift to get in for my mental health, mental mental state, just downregulate me because we've been so busy and I just really mm. enjoy it. So that's my form of meditation in the shower, hot, cold, just think, let the thoughts go by me, and then yoga as my practice. Yeah. But guess what? That carries over to everything else too. <laughs> yoga, Again, you could uh, better. Yep, you could combine your meditation with your breath practice, couldn't you? Yes. There you go. Two birds, one stone. Exactly. Yeah. And even on the sleep, I'll give you an example last night. I had a, I spent all day building websites yesterday. And what I did before going to bed last night is I did 30 minutes of yoga. And I went and had a hot shower. And I meditated yeah. in the hot shower after. So I combined the two together. And my God, I slept like a log last night. Yep. Absolutely awesome. like a log. There you go. And then tying into the sleep, avoid screen time 30 minutes before bed. It's, it's a simple little habit. But it just, you know, it just, you just relax. <laughs> Read a book. As much as you possibly can. Do something different. Talk to your partner. Um, talk to your partner. 
<laughs> exactly. Anything you want to, but just avoid screen time 30 minutes before bed. Now, I didn't do that last night. I ended up watching The Old Man on uh, Disney on Disney uh, Plus, which was Any fascinating. Good? The first, ep- f- f- yeah. first episode was fascinating. The fight, one of the fight scenes is like ridiculously long and like intense. So, um, yeah, I like it so far. And more to be continued on the next podcast, I'll tell you more. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. There you go. Level four. Level, Level four. four. Now, here we go. Let's just, we can go through this now. Level four, add cardio two to three times a week. Eat plenty of vegetables. Laugh with family and friends to avoid stress. Um, and wake up at a consistent time. That's kind of like the bottom level of the hierarchy. Adding those four things in to each one. Cardio, you need to improve your heart health, which yep. means you're going to be physically fit. Uh, eat plenty of fresh vegetables. Well, it leads towards having a healthy diet because... Yeah, unless you're a carnivore cultist, uh, mm. you, know, you know, vegetables yeah. is good for you. Vegetables are good for you. Please don't let anyone tell you that vegetables are not good for you. Exactly. Vegetables are good for you. Uh, unless you have an allergy or intolerance. So there you go. Yes, that's, of course. That's of the course. idea. Laugh with family and friends. One of the best ways to decompress and de-stress. Get yep. out there. Do some fun stuff. Do yep. something away from everything. Maybe we family social. you, so go find some friends. <laughs> we, are, we are social animals, are we not? So uh, exactly. socialising is a Great huge thing. Yeah. And then this whole thing of like, you're know, getting seven to eight hours of sleep, we're going to bed at a consistent time, we're waking up at a consistent time to, to bookmark at the end. Again, it's hard yep. to wake up at a consistent time because sometimes kids get in the way. That's why we put it last. They do indeed. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, potentially most of the time you could maybe argue getting into it, going to bed at a consistent time is would you say it's easier, Josh, than waking up at a consistent time? Um oh God, as a parent, sometimes it's as a parent, it's really hard. We we always try to get the kids in bed at a consistent time. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't always work. Sometimes it's half an hour longer because it's just kids are kids. It just depends. But we try our very, very best to get them into bed at a consistent time. And then me and Liz, yeah, we probably do go to bed around the same time each night, but waking up depends on what happens in the night, <laughs> basically, depends. So no, it's a tough one for, for parents. It is, but but I, I agree. Like It's easy for me with no kids to talk about this, yeah. but like that, that's kind of where the thought process was for this. Because sometimes you say, well, wake up at a consistent time, it goes hand in hand with go to bed at a consistent time, but it doesn't if you think of the big, about the bigger picture. It's, yeah. It can become a lot harder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I think that's a pretty cool hierarchy. As you say, it's harder. To, I know it's harder when you're listening in to follow along to that. So the the um, diagram will be in the show notes, so you can have a look at it and uh, get a get a better picture and understanding of what we're talking about. Exactly, and it gives you levels to work towards that are to become your ideal self. Now we mm. can then go into micro the micro elements of each of these different things. But what I can tell you this now is, if you're hitting eighty percent of those four levels right, consistently, mm. right, you are going to be fit and healthy. There's yep. no two ways about it. And it would, you know, in, the, in the mindset of training for longevity, I think that's, that's the key element here, right? So it's, it's, a, it's such an important fact, and you're going to feel less like a failure if you know you're going to hit 80% of these things most of the time. Now, if you're not doing any of them, then, well, we've got issues. <laughs> then we've got to try just, and... Well, if you, look, if you're not doing any of them, just where'd you start? Level one, start at the start. Yeah, there you go. Just try and get 7,000 <laughs> steps a day. Then build exactly the seven level one, level one number one. That's the thing. Yeah. Level one number one. <laughs> exactly. Level one number one. Seven thousand steps. Seven glasses of water. Then you build each of these things here. But when you yeah. when you're more proactive, then you can start using all the other stuff down here and go right. Yeah, I'm doing this consistently, and that 
in our opinion, is a, is a, the, the, the hierarchy and a plan for goals to set smart goals, not using the smart formula that actually work, that are realistic and anybody can apply anytime they want to. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thank you for that, James. I uh, hope that was useful. Please do leave any comments and feedback. Um, if you've got any ideas for topics you want us to talk about, uh, let us know. If you've tried Michael Mosley's Fast uh, 800 diet, let me know <laughs> how terrible it was. Um, cool. Uh, we'll be back again very, very soon. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.